Step out into the open air and claim your freedom waiting there. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Coffee in the Crow. I'm Abigail Hobbs, and I'm in the horse trailer. I'm sitting in the horse trailer in the corral to uh, block myself from the wind. Yeah, I'm. I, I don't even know what to say at the moment because I'm so happy. And let me tell you why. Oh my goodness, Zelenka just came over here. They were in the other pasture, not the other pasture, but the other part of the corral. I didn't know if the horses would come over here. Come here, Zell. And I look up on the side of the corral, I mean on the side of the trailer, and Zell's peeking in with her eyes. Zelenka, come here. Come say hi to everybody. Mommy's got coffee. Here she comes. Oh, maybe not. Zell, come here. If you're watching the video, <laughs> you might be wondering why I'm sitting in a ginormous brown bear, stuffed brown bear, not, not a real one. Um, <laughs> so this was a gift from one of my students. I don't know, like a year or so ago. Anyways, I've been using it recently as a desensitizing uh, tool for my horses when they first saw this huge stuffed bear, and it's like half my size. Um, they were really afraid of it. You know, they don't know if these things are alive or dead. So um, they were all checking it out and like, you know, snorting and kind of scared to come near it and circling. And they all took turns like coming over, sniffing it. Um, several of them bit it and were like chewing on it and like stomping it with their hoof. And it's, it's how they check it out to see like, is it alive? Is it going to hurt me? Um, so once they all got to check the bear out, they weren't afraid of it anymore, but every day I've been moving the bear into different parts of the uh, corral. Just like a, it's a mental brain stimulation for them. So if you change their environment up, it's really healthy for their brain. They have to see new things and adjust because in the wild they would be constantly adjusting right to their environment. But when we domesticate them, um, in some ways that kind of takes away from their brain growth because they're not learning and growing and changing because their environment is not learning and growing and changing. So that's just like side note on horsemanship. It's really good for horses to change their environment up, to throw different things in, causes them to um, become braver and to stimulate, stimulates their brain. So I find that really cool because that's true for humans also and they have seen um, scientific evidence that with Alzheimer's, you know, like people can, they, they believe anyways, and I'm not like, I'm not going to quote anything for sure because I'm not a scientist, but I've, I've read up on the brain enough. They talk about like being able to, oh, there's Zell, and here's Fiona. Like, mom, you're sitting on our bear. <laughs> Hi, girls. Oh, my. Okay. And they're in. The horses are in and they're knocking over the video. Oh my God, yep, here we are. Well, let's see if we can fix this. <laughs> Zella is here to say hi. She came right up into the trailer. I haven't had the trailer in here in months because it's been winter time. Oh my gosh, now she's biting the tripod. Zell, could we just, she's like, hey, what are you doing in here? I need to know everything. So yeah, Zell's in here with me right now and um, she's probably gonna sabotage my whole session, baby trying to podcast here. She's right in front of the camera. Just 
just, she is huge. And this trailer is not super big, so I'm going to try to not die. See, <laughs> a lot of times she just wants to come in and check things out, and then she goes on her merry way. But um, at the moment, she's, <laughs> she's huge. So when she turns around, she's probably going to knock stuff over. So what are you doing here? I'm going to turn the camera so you guys can watch this. All right, you're going to have to check out YouTube because Zell is in here today. See, she has to turn around like that or back out, but I just don't want her to step on all my equipment. Sweet Earl, look, here's the camera. See, you're famous. There, you can, she can hang out here. I love to be in the, um, she, now she's trying to get my coffee. I, like, I love to be in the trailer because um, the horses have gotten so comfortable with it. They like to hang out in here sometimes, just all on there, and they'll just come on in the trailer. And hang out it's really healthy for them to not just think that um, being in the trailer has to mean going somewhere so I'm gonna try to readjust my stuff now that <laughs> you want some coffee she's like I came in here for the coffee all right here let's let's here you want some coffee Bert Selbert right here let me give her some coffee mm. Mm. there we go there now she's licking it off my hand are you happy? Are you happy? All right. Goodness, child. She's like a big thousand pound toddler that wants to be in on everything. All right, I hope I got the camera back right and I hope Zell doesn't smash me. So, Zell, I'm gonna sit back down here. Anyways, um, I think it's really cool. They, they have found out that, you know, you can continue to grow brain cells and they believe that can help people not get Alzheimer's. And um, they've studied the people, the old people that don't get it, and they're the ones that continue to challenge themselves to learn new things. Um, they play games. They're, you know, changing their environment. So it's just, anyways, I know I've talked about that a little bit before with the brain. So I was like, your hair is so weird today. <laughs> so my youngest daughter did my hairdo today. What do you think, Zell? Um... As much as we as humans, Zell is smelling all over me right now. What is it, baby? All right, she's like, peace out. I checked everything out. We're all good. Got some coffee. You can go hang out now, find some grass. All right, Zell's leaving. All right, you guys, got to check the video out. Really cool. Zell visited us today. Um, as much as we would like things to stay a certain way because that feels comfortable to us, how incredibly unhealthy that is like scientifically proven that it's unhealthy. So not just for our brain, but I, I think for, um, oh goodness, she's back. All right, this, <laughs> this might turn into a disaster. Selbert, what do you want? Don't knock the camera over. Oh my God, oh my God. Okay, all right, this is, this trailer idea, we might have to lug Zell out. Zell, what? Can, could I have some space? No, I guess not. Sorry, guys. If you're watching the video, you're now watching the ground. <laughs> the session that Zell sabotaged because she really, really, truly wants to be a part of. All right. Well, excuse me, Zell. Okay. Anyways, I'm like losing my train of thought a hundred times because Zell won't stop. Guys, I'm sorry. I don't even know what this podcast sounds like anymore. It's 
This trailer is really loud inside here. It's a really um, heavy steel trailer. Sure. The horses like to come in here because also the flies, they seem to be less bothered by the flies in here. I don't know why. You want more coffee? Okay. She's like begging for more coffee. Come here. No? Oh. Oh. She ran out to yell at the dog. Mmm. We might have peace and quiet. Do you want this coffee there, Bayana? Anyways, good Lord. Talk about disruptions in life. So I've been talking a lot about my uh, health and just that kind of, that whole journey. And um, here's the update. My toe is much better. I started running last week for the first time. Just slow and short. I did a couple miles on Wednesday and then three miles on Saturday. Then my toe started hurting a little bit, just barely. And I stopped and I was really proud of myself because in the past I would have kept pushing on and then overdid it and then gone backwards. So I'm learning. It's taken me almost 40 years, but I'm learning how to care for myself. Um, and that's, I mean, God, that's hard for me. So anyways, I was proud of myself. I took care of myself and I did not go back. I did not digress. My toes still continuing to heal. I ran again this morning a couple miles. It felt really good. I just, oh, I'm really grateful that my toes feeling better. Super grateful, super grateful for, for my health. You know, these things that I take for granted so easily. So that's much better as far as the ringworm update. I think we are making progress. Um, it's just slow, slow and painful. So trying to keep up with the rigorous disinfecting routine is exhausting. But um, yeah, I think we're making progress. I mean, it's just, it's, it's not a quick fix and there's no magic answers. Like I've tried a bunch of different things and so far none of them have magically taken care of it. So I think it's just consistency and um, yeah, doing the things that I know to do and then kind of being vigilant until it's all done. Here's Rayanna. Hi Rayanna. She came over here to say hi. So I haven't had the trailer in, in the corral because it's been really muddy and it's been winter time so put it back in here oh you're gonna come in too are you gonna come in Raina? um i put it back in here because it's a great training tool and i'm working towards being able to take my twins uh zell and Faye, places i want to take them places i think they could be really um beneficial to workshops and classes and if I could take them with me places and people could even just pet them and meet them how cool would that be so that's one of my goals um I don't know if my camera is at the right angle or not but we're just gonna go with it let me see if I can just make one adjustment here I promise I was not planning on all of this interruptions today but I mean do we ever get to plan life's interruptions? No, because if we did, we wouldn't, we wouldn't, we wouldn't fucking plan them, right? So, um, okay. So, uh, I've been thinking, oh my gosh. Okay, wait. <laughs> I, it's okay. This is not a joke. I was trying to make a joke out of it the other day and it totally backfired to me and it became this really 
ridiculous, funny thing that my family and I keep referencing now, and I have to share it with you all because it's so stupid funny, okay? Oh, I forgot to tell you why I'm so happy. Sorry. Um, I got distracted by my horses. I'm so happy because the sun is shining. It's getting up to 81 degrees today, and I am wearing a sleeveless shirt. Anyone that knows me knows I am a summer girl all the way. I wear as little clothes as possible, and I know that sounds disturbing, but I'm sorry, but I love the sun. The sun makes me so happy. The heat does not bother me. So I'm really, really happy that the sun is shining and it's warm. Even though it's a little windy, it's like this beautiful gift from the universe today. Truly, truly, truly. So the other day, Nate, I was at the table, and Jennifer, Nate, and I were at the table. We were working on Freedom for the Taking Business stuff. Okay, are you coming in too? What? Right now, I was thinking about coming in and joining us. Um, and Nate sneezes, okay? So you guys know my joke about what did one nut say to the other nut when he sneezed? Cashew, right? Okay, so oh my, one of the horses is rubbing on the trailer. You can hear the sounds. Anyways, so Nate sneezes, and it's like a totally what our family says now all the time. Like we say cashew. And so I, I looked over at Nate, and I was like, cashew. And then in the time between his second sneeze, which everyone knows is usually not very long, I thought, you know, I want to say something different besides cashew. I want to say a different nut now. Let me just pick a different nut. So then he sneezes again, and I go to yell out a different nut name. And then what came to my brain, don't ask me why, was nutmeg. <laughs> I don't know why, because... So what happened is he sneezed, and I want to yell nutmeg. And as I was yelling it, I realized halfway through that nutmeg is not actually a nut. It is a spice. And just because it has the word nut in it doesn't officially make it a nut. So then I felt like, oh, my God, I can't yell nutmeg. That's not a freaking nut. So what do I do? So I, to save face, I stopped halfway, and I said, nut. <laughs> silence. There was this really weird, awkward silence. And Jennifer and Nate look over at me with these very confused faces, like, um, what? And then I just busted a laugh and I said, oh my gosh, okay, that's not what I meant to say. I know that made no sense. <laughs> I was trying to, and then I explained it to them, and oh my god, they started laughing so hard. Jennifer couldn't breathe. She was like, I need air, but she couldn't breathe. She was laughing so hard at my stupidity because this, the way my brain worked, I don't understand. I was just thinking I need to say a, a name of a nut and nutmeg came. And then I was like, oh God. Anyways, you guys. So that is now our new thing. So one sneeze is cashew, two sneezes, nut, and that's it. You don't need to explain. You just yell that the second time the person sneezes and walk away with a big smile knowing that that came from a very weird place of my brain. <laughs> I had to share it with you guys. Okay. The other thing I want to talk about today is balance. So last week I was working on business stuff in town. They had this um, remote workers day at the, let me see if I can get the name of it, um, oh dang it, 
Joseph, mm, Joseph Newman, Joseph Newman's Innovation Center in Joplin um, was hosting a free day where remote workers could come work there. There's high-speed high internet, and um, it was just one, it was like a free day pass, because apparently, I didn't know this, but Joplin recently rated, ranked number two in the United States' um, most popular places for remote workers. So I went there um, and was working for the day, working on a presentation I have coming up. And it was great because we had high-speed internet, it was a quiet place to work, and it was free. Um, anyways, there was a couple other people working there also, and one of the people I had met at a previous business function um, networking event, anyways, I had given him, given him my flyers and my information and just talked to him for a few minutes. Anyways, so he turned to me and said, hey, I have a question for you. I see that like, you're you know, an entrepreneur and you're uh, a mom and you have a farm, and, and he just said, you know, how do you juggle everything. And what was really cool was at that moment I was also blogging, I was catching up on some blogging and the blog that I had just written, um, you guys could read it, it's on biketotype.com and I believe it's my latest one called Yoga Life Lessons. Anyways, I had just blogged about yoga that morning and what I had learned from it. So I was able to share with him, it was all about balance, balance in life. Um, I was able to share with him, well, it's interesting you just asked that. I just wrote a blog about um, my thoughts on balancing life and I, I figured this out when I was doing yoga. This interesting thought came to me and I, I, that's one thing I love about yoga is I may not be getting much more flexible but it is really good for my mind. Um, we had this hour-long yoga session and I've never done an hour-long one. I do yoga with Adrian. She has free videos. She's amazing on YouTube. You can find her. But this one was an hour-long one, and it really tried me. It was, like, super challenging because for me to be in one place, on a, even though you're not just in one place, you're on a mat moving around, was very hard. I like to be moving and, and walking through life. Zell came over to say hi. Bye, sweetie. Um, and just um, go, go, go. That's why running is, like, my choice of exercise, and I do not like running on a treadmill. I have to be outside. I have to be seeing the progress I'm making, looking at the countryside, being immersed in nature. So being on the yoga mat, I was just like, this is going to be the longest hour of my life. But I had, I had committed to myself that I would stick with it and have a good attitude. That was my, like she usually says, you know, think of something um, just to, kind of like your, your motto for the day. So I was, mine was stick with it, have a good attitude. What I realized during that hour-long yoga session was that as I started getting tired and more fatigued, the more, farther I got doing these, holding these poses, and she was having us do a bunch of balancing poses. The more tired I got, the more tired I got, the more I was falling over. And I know that's like, <laughs> that's not like, wow, what an amazing concept. But for me, it was just this really simple thing of like, you know what? That is when I do realize it is hardest for me in life to find balance with my life is when I'm tired. Like, if I don't plan in times for self-care and for me to take breaks or even do things that I love, if I don't plan those in, then I get really bad at balancing my life. Things go shitty. And then I, it's like I can't even figure out what's up and down. 
and and what's making me fall over and what to adjust because once I just get too tired, everything feels terrible, nothing makes sense, and I don't know the right answer. It's like I have to force myself to stop and take a break. And that's one of the cool things that, you know, in this yoga that I do, Adrienne talks about, you know, she'll build in these small little breaks. And for a person like me that is very much like a workout type, running type, it's hard for me to take breaks. I always feel like, oh, you're a loser. You took a break. But the truth is, if I don't take these breaks, I can't balance very well. And so I've been thinking a lot about my life because things are getting busier with my business. I'm really excited. I've got three meetings set up for this week um, and a event, business eventing breakfast. And next week I've got a presentation and then I've got a um, nonprofit that helps with fostering uh, families. They're going to come out here, uh, foster.connect. They're going to do a farm tour. Um, just, I've offered to give some free sessions for, um, teens in the foster, in the foster families. And so just really trying to work hard to network and to get my business out there and to meet people and tell them about my organization. Um, so I'm excited things are moving forward and they're getting busier, but I'm also realizing, oh crap, I'm going to have to learn how to balance things. So... This morning I was in, in my kitchen and I was thinking, okay, I had a podcast today. Um, so I need to like get moving. I, I did the animals. I went for a run and I come in like I need to get breakfast, but the kitchen was a mess. Um, not because there's dirty dishes everywhere, but, but like there was lots of clean dishes everywhere, like overloading everything. So basically our whole kitchen was, the dishes have been cleaned, but they need to be put away. And I just started remembering, oh my God, I got to start beans tonight. We have uh, a beans and rice meal. And all my beans, they had, I sprout them, so they needed to be rinsed. And as I was rinsing them to store them, I realized, oh yeah, it's beans and rice night, so I need to put them in the crock pot. And then I was, I was doing that, I was like, oh, I should start more beans to be able to freeze those so I can keep. Because I, to me, it, like health is very important for my family. And so I've worked really hard to learn about and practice and get good at feeding my family um, and feeding them nutritious foods. And so one of the things is buying dry beans, soaking them, um, sprouting them, and then freezing them until it's time to use them. Anyways, it's a long process. It takes days and it takes planning. But I knew that I had beans and rice tonight, so I started that whole process. Then I remembered I got to make almond flour because it's really expensive to buy almond flour. Um, but we have to be gluten-free because of the... Um, uh, oh God, I can't even, can't even think of it now. The autoimmune disease, uh, that runs in my family. So actually it's in, it's in Nate's family, but it's, uh, our kids have it too. So anyways, I had to be really careful. And so one of the things is I have, I make my own almond flour. Nate has taken up making the almond milk and I've been so relieved because that was a huge chore. So he's taken up making the almond milk. He saves the meal. I make the almond flour. It's a huge process. It takes all day long, slow cooking in the oven. And anyways, I won't, I won't go through all the laborious details of it, but it's a lot. So I'm like thinking about that. And I was like, oh, I need to get this cleanup out of the way. And then I got to make breakfast for me and my daughter and get everything. Anyways, 
I started feeling really overwhelmed because I was also remembering like I'm helping my son get his laundry done and keeping everything really on top of everything being washed and hot and dried and put away right away and not mixing up the laundry so that we can get rid of this ringworm. As I was thinking of all that, I was like, oh my God, I'm overwhelmed. I can't do this. I'm also supposed to podcast today and edit and schedule my vlogs and I have to do all these things for work. How in the world? And I just decided, you know what? Just take a deep breath. Do one thing at a time. And this is how I just realized, like, I didn't necessarily like figure it out, but I thought, okay, this is the balancing part I'm going to have to figure out because I am getting busier and I won't be home as a homeschooling mom, you know, as I have been in the past. Um, we're really seriously considering enrolling our daughters in public school this fall. So we're finishing out this this uh, school year at home, but looking into enrolling them in public school this fall. So that will free me up to have more time to do my business. But I still have a desire to take care of my family and to feed them nutritiously and to do these things. It's important to me. So like, how do I balance it all? It's not allowing myself to get to a place of exhaustion because at that point, it's you, I can't balance. Like, throw the towel in, game's over, then I gotta take a big break to be able to reevaluate, recenter myself, and figure out what it is that I need to let go of and what it is you know that I need to focus on. So for me, I think that's my that's what I've been thinking about, and that's what I'm gonna be focusing on as things get busier. Is like, okay, in order to stay balanced, I'm not sure exactly how to balance it all. Honestly, it is kind of scary because I've been used to being a stay-at-home mom. Even though I have run my therapeutic course and chip business, it's, um, it's been here at my farm. And um, I've worked other places in Colorado, but it was like, you know, I was, I kept it to specific days and specific times and I actually took my kids with me as much as I could. So there's just a huge mindset adjustment here. And part of it's like, I don't, I'm learning to not feel guilty for doing things I love, like my business and spending more time with that, not being with my kids all of the time. So it's just learning this balance and part of that is, okay, so what is it? Maybe there's just guilt that I need to let go of. Maybe there's mindsets I need to let go of, you know, to be able to do the things I want to do. So how do I do all of this? It's, <laughs> I'm learning, I'm learning, honestly. And it's, I think for me anyways, the biggest part is to not allow myself to get overtired. Cause then I'm like, forget it. Just everything sucks and I can't do anything. And I feel like nothing I do am I doing very good. So I want to thrive in life. I want to give myself 100% in my organization. I want to give myself 100% as a partner. I want to give myself 100% as a mom. But I there's only one of me with only so much energy. So it's like learning where to put my energy at what times. That's the hard thing. And that's the thing that I, I'm going to have to learn as I go. And so, you know, I say all this not because I have it figured out, but because that's my goal. My goal is to not be like, okay, I don't, I'm not sure how I'm going to do it all, but I just have to keep from getting too tired. So what does that look like for me? I'm not sure. Sometimes um, I just try different things. Like this morning, I could sleep in a little bit. So Yesterday morning, I had to get up and get a bunch of stuff done for my son because he was going off on a school competition trip. You know, so it's some days I don't get a lot of sleep and other days I try to be like, okay, well, I'm going to allow myself to 
have a little bit more sleep here or um, play with my horses. That's always a great rejuvenating way uh, for me to kind of ground myself. Anyways, don't want to bore you guys, but yeah, that's what I was thinking about. <sighs> I mean, isn't life an experiment anyways? Like who really fucking figures it out? I think it's an experiment. And I think as long as we are willing to experiment, we will find what is honoring to us and what works for us. You know, when I say that, I don't know if maybe some people are like, I don't know what's honoring to me, but like what works for us? What makes you happy? What brings you peace? What makes you feel content? Um, those things. So spring is coming, you guys. And I am just, I don't, why did I say that? Spring is here. Good God. <laughs> spring is here. Truly, it's actually here, Abigail. And um, this morning was awesome because I went to get my horses. So every morning I, I call them in. I put hay out and I call them in. And of course, you know, it's been winter. We haven't had much grass in the pasture. So usually they're near the corral because they're like ready to eat. But the last couple of weeks, they've been getting farther and farther away from the corral in the mornings. And so what I know is that means they're finding grass. They are more satisfied. And so it's been harder to get them in. Like I'll put hay out and then I'll start yelling for them. And it takes them a little bit to decide to come in. Then they'll, you know, start walking in and they'll run in. Well, this morning I put hay out and I called them and they all looked at me and they put their heads back down and kept eating. And our pasture is definitely green looking, but it's still very short. The grass hasn't gotten very tall because the horses are on it every night. So they've been eating it down pretty good, but they stayed out there. I was like, oh my gosh, I had to walk out there and kind of get behind them and get them moving, bring them in. And they came in, they ate a teeny bit of hay and they laid down, took a nap. I was like, yes, yes. We have had to buy so much hay this year, way more than we've ever had to buy. Um, we started, we had to hay them way earlier this year. And, you know, usually by, what is it, February? By March for sure, I don't, I'm, I don't have to hay them anymore. But we've been going into April now. Um, so last year's drought really took a toll on us. So I'm just really excited to finally see that our grass is coming in enough to satisfy our horses. And that makes me so happy. So that was like, yes, ah, spring. Anyways, I know the weather's going to go up and down. But I'm going to be grateful for the days we get like today. Where it is super beautiful. I hope you get a chance to be outside today, even just for a few minutes. Um, yeah, I think that's, I think that wraps us up for today. I enjoy coming out here and spending time with you guys. I hope this was not too annoying with the horse banging around and Zell crashing over my equipment twice. But, uh, I don't know that that is part of the adventure of doing a podcast in the corral with my horses, right? That's why I'm here. So speaking of Zell, it's like she hears me talking about her. And look, lo and behold, here she comes. Hi, baby. We're wrapping things up. Do you want some more coffee? Dale, she's fine. Dale's like, I'll get her in the trailer. Zell, do you want some more coffee, sweet girl? Right here. Come here. Come here. No? She's like, I don't want Dale to get me. Here we go. Here we go. She's going to finish up and have some coffee with me. 
hope you guys have had a fantastic week. And uh, things are looking up, right? I mean, God, I know there's going to be new challenges, but we'll just face them as they come, right? If you're feeling tired this week, overwhelmed, exhausted, I got gotcha. you. I love you. Uh, yeah, I'm here for you. We're in this together, right? Life is crazy. We need each other. All right, I hope you guys have an awesome, awesome week. And um, yeah, don't forget to check out all my social media and uh, see the pictures. I'll get some pictures of our beautiful herd today. I love you all. Talk to you next week. Bye. Psych. Sorry, I wanted to hop back on because I forgot to say, I forgot to say this. Um, hi, Zell. You come back to say this with me. I wanted you guys to, if you're, if you're watching the video, you can see my shirt. But if you're not, I wanted you to know what my shirt says. Jennifer got this for me last year and it's my first time wearing it. I was so excited because like this, this is it. This is, this is going to be our motto for this week. Drink some coffee, put on gangster rap, and handle it. <laughs> I love it. So that's what you do this week, okay? Don't forget to drink coffee, put on your gangster rap. Just handle it, right? All right. Have a great week, you guys. Goodbye for real this time. <laughs> Hi, and thanks for listening to my mom's podcast, Coffee in the Corral. If you liked it, please give it a five-star rating and share it as well as like it. Also, it's really helpful if you can comment on how much you liked today's podcast and listen to more. If I wrote it in a song, would you believe it more? If I busted at the lock, would you open the door? If I dare to speak my truth, would you still value me? If I reach my hand to you, would you reach it back to me? no reason why you should have to hide step out into the open air and claim your freedom waiting there